Okay, so, so what is it? When we're saying that it really has to do with protecting or guarding the fruit, it has to do when it finally is a full fruit. Okay, when it's a full fruit. Okay. Uh, <clears> High <throat> kafres, uh, uh, yeah. High kafres lete gemar pera. How do they translate kafres? It's I think it's the young branches. It's oh, the young the thing. The bud. Okay. Okay. The bud. Okay. It's the young part of it. it what happens there? Lete bishat It falls off. Okay, so again, if you look, if you, not being again a person who knows much about farming and that kind of thing, but certain things, are, certain fruits and things are protected as they're growing, as they're young, and then it falls off as they become full fruits. We're only concerned where the Shomer Pri is with a full fruit. The right fruit. Okay, with the right fruit, when you're really ready to pick it. If it's just protecting it when it's a bud, then it's not, you're not going to eat the bud. You're only going to eat the fruit. If the fruit it has a Shomer Pri on it when it's picked and it's worthy of being eaten, that already is considered to be part of the fruit itself, Hayav Orla, and the responsibility of Orla itself. Okay? So for the pomegranate, you don't eat, I don't know anybody that eats the rind. There's nothing to do with the rind. It just protects those seeds. Okay. I, I, I you don't eat the inside membranes either, do you? Just no, 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 you don't. I, I mean, people, we don't. Who knows what they used to do? You know, you know. I don't know. I'm, can it be used for something? Maybe. I mean, you know, we don't eat. You don't eat, you eat the seeds, and really, when you open a pomegranate, that's it. I have, I have two pomegranates from my friend's tree in LA. It's too, I didn't look ahead. I should have brought them in just to hold it up. There you go. Refrigerator. There you go. Eeny, eeny, eeny means, oh yeah, <laughs> are you really sure? I have another source which is going to show that that's not necessarily the case. Like I wonder if that's where eeny meaning might be. Well, you know some of this. <laughs> All right, so we're now going back to our date tree. Okay, hun, okay. Honey, mat chale the orla asi. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Barabuha, honey, mat chale the orla asi. Okay, the big things when they, the, um, the, Dates themselves are covered over as such. Okay? Are not permitted. Okay? They're not fully fruit yet. Because there are shomer, because they protect. Again, if you go, if we think of the, of the date tree, presumably as it's growing, before you get full dates, there must be some sort of covering which protects. And that no. falls off. And, and eventually, I presume, falls off. I mean, that's the only thing that I can, can figure out. Uh, unless somebody has a better explanation in terms of your English there. Um, but it's somehow considered to be Shomer, Shomer Lepri, Venasu. 
Bishomer le pere ematabe bechufra. It has to do when it's very young. The kakare le shomer le pere. And it's still called shomer le pre. It's still called that. So we had above, we thought it had to do with if it's young, okay, the fruit, and <coughs> not fully ripe, and, it, and it's going to fall off, it's not shomer le pre, it's not counted as part of it. We now have, presumably again, with a date tree. Again, I'm only taking their word for it. I don't know. All right? Um, and remember, we dealt with this salaf and everything. This is how we've got all into this, with the date tree and everything else, with the young things, etc. Presumably, it's protected for a certain amount of time. And that eventually falls off, and you and the fruit begins to show. On, on my family's kibbutz, I mean, they have a lot of date trees, and you can see that they, they, they come in bundles. They grow on them in and bundles. It's also, that's also and often, somehow, but it's often, often covered with some material. That's it. That's so it. you can't really yeah, even right. see what's going on. Yeah. Right. You know, to look. Yeah, they're protected as well, but there must be some right. protection from the. The, you know, because otherwise, birds, whatever the case may be, that that you know that nature does as well, and eventually, presumably, that falls off, and then you get the growth of the tamarim, of the of the dates themselves. So the question is, if that's a shomer lip, is that a shomer lipri or not a shomer lipri? So we think above that it, it isn't, okay, and only has to be when it's fully grown. Now they're being vahini. Is that really the case? We have another case. Where it's uh, the, with the um, with the dates, where it is young, it is still covered, and it's called shomer lepri, meaning it's part of the fruit itself. So again, we're back to the same spot. We haven't quite defined it. They've ta- we've talked about rimon. We've talked about this one. And that. Again, we're we're trying to figure out what is considered to be the pre itself that has responsibility of orla. Is, is the difficulty here trying to formulate a general rule when you've got all sorts of different species here? That's part of the problem because, again, what the, the Talmud is not a book that that is logical from the point of view of it's one step to another step to another step. Um, the editors somehow, as they put it together, had all these various brightot um, and mishnayot and different sources, and eventually as they put it together they tried they would have liked to have set rules but every time there's a rule there's an exception and when you're dealing in the agricultural world which again they were very familiar with and we're not even though you know the Babylon this is the Babylonian Talmud this is all stuff that normally comes from the Palestinian experience which was all mostly agriculture they are not able to get to a point where they have have a set rule because Every fruit grows differently. Right. Every fruit grows differently, and they've not been able to say this is the case for everything. Because well, but what about the rimon? What about the tamar? We're going to get something else. What about the vine and all those kind of things? And therefore, to get to a general principle is just very difficult. They would have liked to discern. They would have liked to correct. discern a general rule. They're trying to see if there's a general correct. Correct. They're trying to see if there's a general rule, and they have not been able to prove it because of all these exceptions. Okay, that that be great. That's the you're right, correct. That's the overarching thing. Once we have a set rule, we'll say that every let's say everything shomer pre is considered part of the pre. Everything that guard okay, ah, oh, then everything is orla. Ah, oh, then everything will be a bracha like this. But every time they bring in an exception, 
they said, well, maybe th there isn't a general rule. And you're going to see as you go down that even in the way that, that, that things develop as, as fruit are different based on the species. So it becomes very difficult to get a general rule. When you deal with halacha, you know, remember this isn't a book of halacha. You halacha, you want a general rule. Yes or no? Since this is not a book of halacha, they don't care from the point of view of getting to a final agreement until they can, or they leave it up in the air and let generations later make up their minds. Okay? Yeah, no, that's, that's, the, pro that's the logic, if you will, the illogical logic of it, in, in that sense of trying to do this dialectics of this kind of thinking. We'd like to get to a general rule, but every time we do, somebody has another source which says, well, wait a minute. Oh, we thought we got with Rimon. We were there. No. What about the Tamar? Okay, and now we're going to see even further. And every time there's an objection, Larry, we're back to the point of we don't have a general rule, so what do we do? This is the dialectic of Talmud, and why it's very difficult to follow, because on the one hand, there's, there's, there's somewhat of an internal logic to it. When you put it, when you step back and look at the whole thing, it's much more difficult to be able to figure out the logical part of it. And it says here in the Steinsalz, not in the not in the text, yeah. in the last line, it says, "Why are the buds not accorded the same status as the berries of the caper bush?" Which is what we try to do. We try to deal with way back when. Oh, I must have missed that one. Okay, so that's the slough. The, the, the berries of the caper bush are what we eat. Okay, again, yeah. but the, the, the question is, we don't have a general principle because each each one of them is a little bit different. Okay, so now, Rav Nachman, where, does, so where is Rav Nachman? He holds like Rabbi Yossi, who said, now we're going to get something else. Okay, Smadar seems to be the first step of the growing of the, of the grapes. Okay? Okay? Hanavim Shebishlav Rishon Shel Sheliotam Perot, Miyad Lacharshan of Lim Pirkei Agefen. That's a woman's, an Israeli woman's name. Yeah, Smadar you can find because it has a sweet smell to it. Okay, so it's the first part of the, vi the vines, the, gr the grapes, that eventually are, are protected and that protection cover comes off. That's what it seems to be. Asur, because it's already, it's in the formation of a fruit. It's not what you're going to take off the vine. But the fruit is already, you know, yeah, it's a fruit. I don't want to go quite that far. But it's it's the beginnings of the fruit part of it itself. Not the placenta that you. Right. Okay. Looks like little seeds. Yeah, you know, you, you can, as you know, you, you can get grapes and little little clusters of them too. Clusters of them, and those are the ones that develop into Right. Right. Okay. Okay, but the rabba and the rabbanan disagree with them. It's not. It's not because it's simply something that Shomer, um, and, and therefore not this necessarily the case. Um, that they, uh, the the rabbanan, the, the rabbis disagree with this. Um, what does asur mean? Asur again means orla. Okay, okay, and therefore you would think what they're trying to prove here. Now, what are we trying to prove here? We're trying to prove that that Rab Nachman feels like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says the little grapes or whatever it is is considered to be part of the pre. Therefore, Rav Nachman held that later that the little parts of the 
tamarim, of the dates, are also in that concept, even though the Rabbanan, the rabbis, disagree them themselves. Okay? That they hold that this is not the, the case with the small grapes or with the small dates, if you will. Okay, so we have another statement. Naharda is one of the great cities in Babylonia, one of the great yeshivot. We know that there's a disagreement in this case. But is there also a disagreement in other cases with regard to Rabbanan? Again, going back, Larry, to your general rule. We may have this except is this exception just an exception and everybody else agrees with Rabbanan and all of the other the rabbis in terms of the small things not being part of our law or is this a general disagreement in uh, in its regular kind of state the hatnan all right now this happens to be a, a more much more important question okay sabbatical year until when can you cut the trees and others take down the fruit and everything okay that's significant because p- things have different growing seasons alright and we what what eventually comes in Shemitah is things that grow beforehand and things that prove that even that, that would grow during the year and even a little bit after the year are, are asur it's even more than a year itself in that realm and is that only supposed to be in Israel? Shemitah is only in Israel Shemitah is only in Israel. Okay? So, Ein Kotzimatai, from what date? Okay? This be- now, and because everything grows at different seasons and in different kind of ways, you're going to see that's not such a simple answer. <laughs> now we're back, way back, early discussion to back to Beit Shammai. All of the trees, right? when eventually when you get the first part of the, the, the growth when you see the first part of the growth okay that's when it, you can already cannot cut them off because that's part Okay, so Ray Hill says not all of them are al- not all trees are alike. You can't set up a general rule. Okay, what's the charuv? The carob, the boxer. Okay, two bishvats not far away. The boxer. Okay, Misha Yisharshu. Misha Yisharshu. What is Yisharshu? What word do you know from Yisharshu? I guess, I don't know if it's yes, like, sir? that when they dry, you hear the, this... No, sharsherish. Oh, chain. A chain. How do boxes grow together? Sharsherish. Yeah, they grow with... Okay, okay. Okay, I mean, Stein says, Okay, a chain. That's what a sharsherish is. Okay. Hagvanim mishe yigaru. Okay, we're actually going to explain this a little bit later, but what word do you hear in Yigaru? No. Garin, which is seeds. Seeds. Okay. misha yina blossom. The blossom. 
Okay? Okay, the blossom itself. So each of these, the carob tree, the vine, and the olive tree grow differently. So now they might have a question about the grapes that have no seeds. Oh, we see, we don't know exactly what yigaru is, but that's where it comes from, for sure. Okay? Yeah, but it's, it's a, I would presume the growing concept is about the same thing. But it's, it's, it's you know, inside. You know. So, so if with regard to this, all right, to, to, uh, with regard to this, we have, um, we, we have this concept of these three, Usha'ar kolalinot misheyotziu. All of the others, myriad of trees, when all of a sudden, you know, the blossoms, the tree, the fruit, and everything else comes up. So we have a disagreement here. Again, Larry, going back to trying to get a general rule, we still can't get one. Because we have except three exceptions according to Beit Hillel. Ve'amar. Okay, so what, what now is... This kind of he says, Misha Yargu, what does it really mean? It means Boser. Boser is unright. Right. Gerua, something which is, what is Garua? Bad. Bad, right. Okay. Who pull Halavan? The white bean, I guess. I guess that's what you have to translate, right? Yeah. That's okay. All right. So, in other words, what is what is really Gifanim Shiyagaru? Not really coming from Garim, but from Garua. Okay. When when already they're not in good shape. Okay. It's they're they're very young. They're split, etc. Um, and every time that it, that's so, it's from its very earliest of times. The gethin already is is not is a sewer according to the things to um, the chachamim. Right. Okay, which is apparently his white bean was really something bad. I don't I can't tell you again what it is. Expresses its astonishment. They say it's a nice way to put it. I mean, we have it with question mark and, and, and exclamation point, right? Are you kidding? The white bean. Salka, salka, salka. Would would you think? Would you think? Okay. Would you think? Is it possible to think the pola lavan? Okay, it's not the pola of the white bean itself, but its weight, its formation is like the pola of a lavan. Okay, again, I have no idea what the white bean is and how heavy it is, or whatever the case may be. Presumably, those talking about this did. Right. It says its size here. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The volume. Okay. Now, again, we're getting to be cl very, you know, um, I would say picky is right. Boser in smadarlo. All of these are part of the early parts of the ripening of fruit. Okay, all of these are early parts. What does it mean? The boserin is cons considered part of it. Smadar lo. Who holds that? Rabbanan. All right. And but what with regard to all the other ones, they agree that when they when the fruit comes out. Okay. 
שקלת ליל לשומר מיית פרה. הכה כי שקלת ליל לא מיית פרה. Ah, now we get to a better, actually a better definition of a שומר פרי. הכה די שקלת ליל לשומר פרי מיית פרה. Alright, what do you call it as a שומר פרי? When you take it off the, the, the pre itself, okay, um, when you take it off, you take the, sh the cover off, the pre itself cannot exist and it will die. Hatha, we're going all the way back to our caper bush. That's all we got into this crazy little deal here. Okay, to figure it out. That's when you take it off. If you take it off, therefore it's not considered to be part of the pre itself because if, you, if it's a covering and the covering comes off and the pre, the fruit dies, it's clearly that it was simply to be used as a covering for the fruit. If you take it off and the fruit doesn't, you take off the orange, the orange doesn't die, it's clearly considered to be part of the fruit itself. But in this young stuff that grows on the trees, should you now take off the shomerpri, the, 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 the other stuff is not strong enough to be able to uh, continue to exist against the nature, against whatever it is to be able to grow properly. That already is a definition. All right, Larry, now we have a better definition of what we're trying to understand in this case. Is the Shomer Pri is part of the Pri, or is it not part of the Pri? If it's taken off and the Pri dies, it's not part of the Pri. Okay? If, you, if the Pri doesn't die, then already this is ripe and it's considered to be part of it. Uh, if you take off like an orange, the peel, and it dies, then the peel is not part of the fruit. Right, because if you take off the orange now, that would be considered to be or because the pre hasn't died. Because because what you don't have is you don't have developed fruit. Uh -huh. Okay, you don't have a developed fruit at that point. If you have a developed fruit, then it becomes part of it. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Have Avdu Uvda, there was a case Vishaklu Lenates Dirimona. And they took off the nates again, the bottom part of the Rimon. The Avesh Rimona. And it be dried out. Vishakluhu Okay, and they in a sense took off the Pircha Devitata. And they took it and and um um They said now they got the Evionot. They, they they kind of took it and um, what is Vititata already? I know. 
Okay. And they took off the slough, remember, is this caper bush? And they took off the peri. Uh, they took off the outer part of the slough. Vitata vikayem bitata. And it was able to be able to uh, exist. Okay? To be able to live on. Therefore, Steinzot says, Zoha siba therefore the outer covering of the slop is not considered shomer pre because the pre considered continued to live and survive without it okay now we come to an actual discussion final part of what we're supposed to understand in all of this you remember all the way back that we had this person who ate certain parts and threw away the rest and we thought that Rob said this and all of that the halacha is that ultimately those are the young grapes and he ate the shomer pri the thing that was protecting it Okay, and with regard to, to Orla, it's not considered part of the pre. And be, with regard to the pre, with the brachot, it's also not considered to be part of the pre. And you therefore don't say Bore Priya because it's not considered actually coming to an agreement here on something, as you can see. Or, yeah. Bore Priya but. Okay, so let's take this note. The orange that you sh- just ate, I presume, before you said the bracha, Bore Priya Now, if you took those, klipa, all right, and made it into chocolate, chocolate orange peels. But what bracha would you say? <laughs> Probably shakol, shakol, because because the, okay. But you wouldn't say borei priates for sure. Okay, you wouldn't say borei priates for sure. Yes, it was no longer protection. It was no longer protection, and and the pre itself, it's was already a uh, a major part, uh, you know, able to live on its own. So. That's it, guys. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's not that exciting. But it actually came. It actually came to some sort. It came. It came to some sort of decision in this realm. So let's look at the decisions. Let's look back on the in the Orachahalachar. It says Smadar. The second column, the second one down, on the previous page. Okay, the smadar is again the young grapes, the real young stuff. Okay. Harubim. Oh, that's a Okay, when they okay again, what we said becomes part of these chains when you really can see a carob tree. 
masikim. Therefore, even then, you have to. That's when you say borei priya eitz. Odam marim. If they're very bitter, that means they're not fully developed. Misafek borei priya dama. Okay, if you're not sure. Okay, and again, if the, you know, from the carob trees, there's not much you can eat from the the, the boxer itself. Okay. It's, the whole thing except for the seeds. Well, except for the seeds, yeah, but even that is not Okay, now let's look at the next page, Iunim, the Shomer Lapri. Handara. Mahu Ochel. Okay, so with regard, again, a lot of this has to do with Tuma. Okay, of eating things that become that what can become tameh, what can become impure, and what can't become impure, and if you're going to eat it, therefore what it means. All of this is relates to that he's saying. Okay, even though for us again, it doesn't relate to us at all. And what things are not, though unto themselves, are not considered to be food, but are considered to be part of that edible part? Okay, yad to hold it. Okay, you don't need the pitom or anything, but it's essential for the pre to grow. But the, the Shomer thing is considered to be important on and of, in and of itself because the, the pre cannot survive without it. That's why we're involved in all this stuff, basically saying. Okay? Let's go back and do the, the next section because um, it also relates a little bit to this, but isn't this crazy? Pilpele, you all know what a pilpele is. The peppers. Okay? Peppers. Okay, so according to um, Rav Sheshit, you say, you have to say, now these are probably strong peppers. Okay? Hot peppers. Hot peppers, okay? You say Shehakol. According um, to Rabbah, lo klum. You don't say anything. You don't say any bracha. Right, because right. Yeah, that's about it. That's why. That's why. You'll see. Okay, and Rabbah follows his own logic that it says in another place. Okay, so these things are things that you don't normally eat. Kas, I think it's the covering uh, of the. Uh, how does they translate it? Ginger. Ginger. What do they call it? What kas pilpale? What what is the word for kas? Just what we read. Oh, okay. Huh? What do they call it? Uh, the peppers. What? What's the word "cuss" in English? I don't have it here. Right. That's it. Okay. So that's it. That's all. Okay. 
It just says one who chews on peppers. That means to chew. That's what it means. Okay? That's all I wanted. On Yom Kippur, patur. You know, it's not considered to be ochel. Okay? Kas gin, the, the same thing if you chew on ginger on Yom Kippur, patur. Patur means exempt. For, it's not counted as part of eating. It's not counting part of eating. What? Uh, yeah, right, but you're not going to do that, believe me. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Okay, so keep going. So the, the verse actually is, uh, the full verse is... Um, that it says, when you come to the land, you plant a fruit tree, and Rabbi Meir says, what do I need? You have to plant a fruit tree. It says eventually that you're going to eat its fruit. Why do I need the fruit tree itself? I would have known that whatsoever. Therefore, Ella, Ella, that it's to it's to include something which both it's the tree itself and the the pre and the fruit taste the same and what is that? Tapilpoli. Okay. It's the pepper tree. Really? Peppers grow apparently. Again, I. They grow, they grow on vines. Yeah. Right. Bush, yeah. Right, a bush of some sort. Right. I've never taken again. What, what, when you're talking about chewing on a pepper, what are you, you're not talking about the pepper itself. It's the bush or whatever the case may be. Okay. Um, and, and therefore, then therefore, say pilpin the lamda ha. Okay, so pilpiling does it has to be orla because it's considered to be an eights pre. It's considered to be a fruit tree as such. Ah, there's nothing missing in Eretz Yisrael. Shenemar. Okay, that, this is one of the blessings that you'll have Eretz you'll, you'll be able to live freely in the land and you won't have to, there'll be nothing that, that you shall lack. Okay? And, and therefore, um, the um, concept of pilpel is, from this, you have to, you can eat it. So if you can eat it, how can it be patur on Yom Kippur? If it's, Rabbi Meir brings all this to, to show you that pilpel, eating it, is the same as it, and it's chayav orla, that means it's like a fruit. And therefore, like any fruit, how can you eat it on Yom Kippur? How can you chew it on Yom Kippur? And the response? Okay, ratuv, wet or damp. In other words, they're not fully developed. Veha biaveshta, yabeshet, yavesh, dried, dried out peppers. Okay, when they're soft, you can eat them. Uh, but if they become very hard, they can't be eaten. The best you can do is chew on them, and we don't. If you since you chew on them, you don't really swallow them. There's no real bracha. Okay, but if you're regular 
Kilfilim, which we eat normally, peppers, are already, you know, they're worthy of being eaten. You don't have to say a bracha on something that's not worthy of being eaten. And they're saying, and the, uh, the, those that are dried out peppers are not worthy of being eaten. Okay, the same thing as bud. Okay, the bush the, of the of the or the chewing of, of ginger on Yom Kippur is patur. It's not considered to be food. Okay, but didn't we learn, Rabbi? Hi, hey, Malta, Daatya, mi Hanadua. Some sort of it, 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 that, some sort of peppers or some sort of ginger that comes from Hindua, Hindue is Hodu, India. Some sort of Indian peppers. It shows you this is the roots, the, the trade roots. Okay, the trade roots. Sharia is permitted. You can eat it. Okay, and what do you do? You celebrate Priyadama. Again, going back to our question, then how can the chewing on ginger, since you can eat some ginger, not be food? And how can you chew it on Yom Kippur? The Yavishta. Again, the same thing. Okay, that which is worthy of being eaten. You have to say the bracha. That which is not worthy of eating is dried out. That you don't have to say the bracha on because it's not really food in and of itself. The best you can do is chew on it, presumably, and spit it out. I've never eaten dried ginger. Not interested in doing it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the same thing with regard to uh, the pill pill. But I guess in, in, that's what they did. You know? I guess that's what they did, but it wasn't considered to be in that realm. Um, something which was considered to be worthy of eating. Wouldn't that mean that you could chew gum on Yom Kippur? Don't draw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first of all, we haven't seen. Let, let's see. Um, let, let, let's see what they say here in terms of the Orcha Halacha. Let's see what the Halacha says first. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so normally you don't eat dried out. Peppers, and therefore you don't have to say a bracha. But the normal ones that we all eat, we have to say bracha adama. Because you eat them all together, both you can eat them individually or also as part of a mixture, something which is part of a thing. That you don't normally eat it, therefore there's no bracha. So your concept of gum, you're right. You don't normally eat it, but and you don't say a bracha over gum. But again, it's considered. You know, you one would say that to be pasnished on Yom Kippur more than anything else. You know, more than anything else. I don't know if there's a. I don't know if a tshuva says you you can eat gum or chew gum, etc. On Yom Kippur because it's just That's inappropriate. Well, you you don't, but lots of other people do. Oh yeah. 
I mean, like if somebody was chewing gum in the class. Or in shawl, or on the street. Do the Orthodox have a posseq? Do the Orthodox have a posseq? Each group has their own posseq. Yeah, sure. Okay, finally, the last one. Birkat Zangvil. So if you're going to have regular ginger, ginger that you would eat. You normally don't eat ginger. It's more of a flavoring. You chop it up into lots of things. You chop, but it's part of something. It's the point. You don't. You don't. Does anybody eat ginger straight? Can't ginger. They try. I don't know. Candied ginger might already is not. I don't know if it's very Piedama already because it's what's what is what is considered to be the the ikar and what's the tafel. Oh, it's almost all ginger. I have some sugar in it. So yeah. It's mostly yeah. Okay. And dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. So that's it for today. We'll stop here. We'll continue with. We're going to deal next with again with Borei Mine Mizonot. With what things that we say on Borei Mine Mizonot, um, and uh, continue with our concept of the brachot.